previously on the Call of the Flame. Can I help you, sir? I followed your father's path. He killed Ruadu, chieftain of the tribe of gods. I carry his gift, his fire. Since the death of Ruadu, his powers have left this world. What's your name? Myrtle. Myrtle Dandyfoot. I'm Iliklas. He's Jen Kuo. We will vow to stay together. It's the Dark Bride! Radia, the Deep God's Chosen One is coming. And when she faces Ruadu's Chosen One... Is it true she is but a maid? The fate of the world will be decided. Her sights turn to the old lands of the Empire. Gathland. She will come, and with her, war and death. People of the Windling Kingdom. I am three of Gathland. I stopped Ultivan with the help of my friends. Three, no! I am Ruadu's chosen one. You're not leaving, are you? My purpose is fulfilled. Will you teach me to fight so that I can defend myself? Father always described these lands to me where the tribe of gods walked the place beyond wave and wind. And I'm guarded by the children of Duina, the Nine Fae. Knows where to find it. What about the Fae? We will answer that mystery in our next show. Oh, it's you. You're late. Come on in, Blue Wizard Utovin. I've been busy, Red Wizard Veladius, and I brought friends. Please, come on in. Sir Lumian? Sir. Oh. Uh, how could we forget our green wizardess? Morrigan will do. And you didn't extend an invitation. Think nothing of it. It's a big celebration. Mm, right. Actually, I came to get into my laboratory. Oh, come now. There will be time for alchemy later. I must make haste. The vampire plague may no longer be a threat, but many still suffer. Hi, Matthew! Got it. You two make quite the pair. Veladia starts the messes and also Veen cleans them up after. And who will clean your messes in Canton? Quiet! Quiet! King demands silence, dammit! Pardon my language, Sire. My friends, for nearly five <laughs> years, our realms have not known sleep. For every sunfall spelled death and the terrors of the dark. But when the living dead threatened to tear our land apart, you rose to the challenge and fought. Windhold! Yes! May this be the first of many merry evenings, safe from the plague of night. A toast. A toast, my friends, to the brave knights and magnir of the Three Towers. A toast to the elven king Perahilus, his queen Neradiel, and his men. And, and we mustn't forget, to our magical advisors, one for each of the gods, Veladius of Ruadu, Ultoven of Coanus, and Morrigan of Duinia. Glad you made it out of your hut to join us in this celebration. Oh, I thought it wise to keep up the appearance of civility, knowing what might be at stake. Myself, for instance. 
And it smells as though you've bathed. Ultovin. What? It was a compliment. Pray, do you not think it odd that the Elven King himself came from across the sea to see us human folk? The human and Elven races won the day together. And now, we celebrate together. Think nothing of it. Not everything in this world is a puzzle to be solved. Don't rob yourself of a good memory of this night. There must be more to this business. Morgan, you have to try these. They're called apple pies. The humans have... She's gone, Ultovin. Eat your pie. Oh. oh. More for us, then. It is quite good. Who are you? These are the kings... Come on, come on, prove I was right. Ah, here. Royal decree. To prevent another night's plague, the crown of Winhold shall hereby abolish the practice of incantation, witchcraft, druidry, and all magics of Dwin. Signed, King Ardrun! Beyond Winhold, past the plains of Gathland, and through the fog of the sea, lies a place beyond wave and wind, a land forgotten by this world, forgotten by human and elven, forgotten even by the gods, where the nine fae, the children of the goddess Duina, dwell. What's missing? Spider legs. Come now, we agreed it was mine, monster. No spiders. <clears throat> what haven't we used? Lobster pincers? Yes! That will spread fear into the hearts of men. But only two drops. Hold it steady. Steady, yes, nice and steady. Steady. Steady now. Oh, you give over. You're not making me any more calm with your nervous words. I poured these thousands of times. I know what I'm... Oh, you broke my vial. You broke my concentration. I should have never trusted you and your slippery toad hands. Oh, how dare you. Evening, sisters. As productive and cooperative as ever, I see. Can you two get over yourselves? Morgan, here at last. Hi, did you have fun on your little adventure with the mortals? <laughs> What's next? You're gonna settle down with a strong man and have his baby? <laughs> oh, look at me. I'm a wee wifey. I grow my food and milk goats, or whatever my husband tells me. <laughs> I'm not smart enough to think for myself. <laughs> you seem distraught. Why, it's because I am. I saved the mortal lands from destruction. And as thanks, they're forbidding our kind from practicing. At best. At worst. All encounter kind will soon be extinct. Oh, by the goddess. Mm, pity. 
Well, now it's a matter of time before it begins. Without the encanters to keep the balance. It'll be war between Magnir and Sorcerers. A magic war. The cycle will begin again. It could be a great deal of fun to watch them tear the world apart. <laughs> there won't be war between the powers. Not while I can do something about it. Uh, 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 you going to meddle in the affairs of men again? Because it went so well the first time. You made this new king. Then he fired you. <laughs> <laughs> Sing it before the world ends. <laughs> Marigan the Vile. Mori the Witch. Marigan the Enchantress. Ooh, that's good, that's good. What do you say we try again? Start fresh on the incantation. Bobot, uh, Blood of Lion. Aye, but it needs a bit more legs. I said no spiders! Marigan! If it's revenge you're planning, you'll be incurring more wrath on our magic people. I wasted enough time in Windhold treating the symptoms of poor leadership in a mad rush to keep up. No opportunity to try for an actual cure. You've given them so much. You're losing yourself. I don't need self, Moira. Not when I have purpose. And those with purpose can bear any means. So what now? You can't cure all the ills of the realms of men. They're not long for this world at any rate if the Magnir and Sorcerers go to war. Their war is inevitable. The outcome is not. Not if we take control of their power. If the cycle begins anew, so be it. But this time, we will be in control. We will steal the most powerful of the gods' souls. The Call of the Flame Book Two Thirty years later, beyond the walls of Windhold burgeons the green of a forest, alive with spring. The dueling oaks, where the greatest warriors of the kingdom learn their craft. Waiting there, by a plank across a stream, sits a great hooded figure, a blade across his lap. Approaching on horseback comes the fire maiden, wearing leather armor beneath her green cloak. You are late! <sighs> Must we do this so early? Oh, you could have gotten me breakfast at least. Ready? Yes. Remember what I taught you yesterday. Guard my legs? No, the other thing. Oh yes, every fight is my choice. And why would you choose to fight on a flimsy bridge over water? I wouldn't. It forces your opponent to meet you on your terms, or you theirs. A common ground can be a weakness, 
or an advantage. You must use their compromise for your gain. Come. Be certain with your steps. Every hesitation, every twitch, reveals your intentions. Oh. Oh. Well, how's this? Now you're just dancing. You should try it. Be more spontaneous. You're like a statue, down to your coloring. <laughs> I don't need to move. You always run out of patience and charge for me. No, I don't. Color me surprised. <laughs> Ready to block. Very wise. More speed. All this leather just gets in my way. It is all that protects you. A good dodge. Now, land a hit. You're not walking in the tavern anymore. Fight me! Remember to defend yourself! If you were half as good at striking as you were serving beer... What was that? I used your strength against you. Huh? That hurt, by the way. Failure isn't supposed to feel good. Not that. The insults. Thank you. I consulted with Eurypus. He suggested you would respond better to negative reinforcement. Jinko suggested I try positive reinforcement. So, good job and do better. I thought pain and the shame of falling in a freezing stream was plenty. You showed progress. I actually had to exert effort this time. But when you're angry, you make yourself vulnerable. Oh, yeah? Work on this! Are you trying to shake the bridge to get me to fall? Oh, no. Yes. But you're too heavy. <clears throat> Poor. Were you two watching in the shade the whole time? Back cheeks. <clears throat> Shaded, too. Pass me another apple. Ah, there she is. Uh, I'd burn this bridge down if I like. Bree, what in the hells are you doing? Payback will have to wait for you to work. I've been sitting in the shrine of the chieftain for two hours waiting to continue your lessons. And not only were you awake, but you were here, training with a sword. Come on, I'm supposed to prepare for great conflict ahead, aren't I? It is more important that you learn the ways of the Magnir, Bree. There will be thousands of swordsmen in the army of Windhold, but only one Only Magnir. one Magnir, yes. Got it. I've already sacrificed much of your training by cutting your history lessons and focusing on combat and rituals. But you can't even cast in both hands yet. Figured it out last night. Oh, good. Very good. I have seen six-year-old Magnir master that ability. Well, how long did they practice? Never mind that. It is time we continued our lesson. I've been meaning to ask. Uh, you once said our connection with the spiritual plane is... stronger than most. Well, I've been having some odd dreams of late. No, no, no. Keep it to yourself. Why? Sorry, it's... Uh, it's an elven superstition. We descend from the bloodline of the gods, who themselves possessed blood of the old god, 
Which means we sometimes receive visions in our sleep. Future happenings, past revelations. If kept to ourselves, they may remain only dreams. But if they are spoken aloud, they become prophecy. And prophecy, one way or another, becomes truth. But I don't share blood with the gods, right? No, of course not. Pardon me. Go on and tell me, if you wish. Hello, good morning. Did I miss the flight? Did all of you know about this? Myrtle, what brings you? Well, I was in my tower. Not my tower, it's the alchemist's tower. I'm just the only one who uses it. But in all the three towers, one for the Magnears and the Sorciers and the Encanters. Well, anyhow, I hope by the Magnier tower for Myrtle. Our... The High Incandela just arrived with his whole council. The Council of Sparrowfall? Did you know they were coming? You're the Lord Magnier. A Lord Magnier from Himmerthral, which is now the enemy. Magnier culture in Windhold is quite different, I have found. More draconian. And if they see me as an interloper... Then what'll they make of me? I suppose they're here to find out. But surely they will approve of you, in spite of your... <laughs> what? Never mind. Your focus must be in your magic. You are proof that Ruadu's spirit lives on, and that, not combat, will be the key to defeating Neradia. How can you be sure? The Deep God has given her his power, but she is no warrior. Only a figurehead. It's doubtful she has ever set foot on a battlefield in her life. Across the sea from Bree and her allies stands a different chosen one. A striking and regal figure in dark robes and silver armor. The tentacles have a kraken mask banding around her head, forming a crown over her eerily blue eyes. She casts an icy gaze towards the sea and the shore of her enemies. Vilnamrosa, the unimpregnable heart of the Ulgan Empire. It's frightening, isn't it? Seeing war and its spoils for the first time. The cries and flames make men into savages. Nothing like the ballads in stories. You are one of the banished brethren, yes? I'm their general now. Balorus is my name. At your service, Queen. Your perception is limited, Balorus. You only see a city in flames. I see peace. Queen Radial. I will go to shore. Await my command to attack. Yourself? Shall we prepare a boat? Highness! You heard your queen. Two arms. Two arms! Prepare for battle! Commander, the Elven fleet is approaching. To your places! War is a mere shred of an Elven's existence. 
But this is what you've prepared for your whole lives. No enemy has ever breached our gates, as it shall be for a thousand years. For honor eternal! For honor eternal! including two of my brothers, and their sons. It has three heads? And yet none are the true head. Neradial is wading into the city, alone. I have come to treat in the ruins of your great library. Did you hear that? We all hear it, idiot. Ruadu's boss. She's mad. Even that beast of hers wouldn't be able to save her in time. The Jürgen captain and its men tread carefully over rubble and broken spines of fallen books. Once a fount of knowledge bearing witness to the country's past, the great library now plays a part in whether or not its people have a future. Light gleams through the shattered remains of a glass dome ceiling, but the rest is darkness. Elvan Queen Radial? Where is she? I am here. What was that? <laughs> she is using astral projection to hide her whereabouts. You are the one charged with defending this city? What are your terms, Queen? How do I, as protector of this city and its people, keep you and your monster as far away from it as possible? Lay down your arms and raise your gates. Your lands have known only chaos for the past twenty years. Your Magnir are powerless. Your empire will be one of a number to fall as the age of Ruadu crumbles. But I am here, and I will bring order again. Take my hand. There is a place for Ulgen in the new age. As a vassal of my empire. Or a wasteland. You seem to underestimate the situation. There are five of us, and you are alone. You would break our negotiations to test me in combat. Never have you faced a people like that of Ulgen. We are proud, enduring, and we do not surrender. This was once home to the Fire God himself. All the men atop our walls would sooner have glory and death. They can have death. She is fast. And yet, it will only take one good hit to end this war. Commander, I tried. 
See what your choices wrought. Then you will have it. I surrender. Al Namrosa is yours. Our empire is now yours. No. Your wasteland is yours. General, it is time. Adas Urukanta. Adas Urukanta. Commence the attack! Onward! Everything's attacked! <laughs> Did you not hear me? We surrender! We surrender! You made your choice, Captain. You chose the wasteland. Agras. The great leviathan rises from the green oceans before the Empire of Odin, spreading its webbed arms, its three heads rising and falling, emptying its walls of life for the armies of elvins and mercenaries to lay siege and oppose. Soon, the city of Ilnamrosa is no more, its people and legacy now a smaller part of the great elven empire under the deep god heralded by his chosen one. Souls fill the shrine of Ruadu, a silent temple sitting on a hill just outside the walls of Windhold, occupied only with ancient tones, statues, and echoes. Until now. Fire Maiden and friends. Your Highness. Always an honor to bask in your royal presence, Your Grace. Right, Illicus? Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. A great wine. A nice temple. Forgive me, my king. What is the purpose of the High Enkindler's visit? Miradiel's conquest has already begun. Elven ships have been spotted scouting the Windland Kingdom and its allies. What of Gathland? Our sentries there have been unresponsive as of late. You've summoned Sir Brand back to the capital, but I've received no answer. He's likely occupied with some of the unrest from the locals. Oh, oh yes, probably very occupied. Word travels that she already cut through the Ulgan fleet and her armies marched through Il Namrosa. Why was I not informed? It is the Elvan people we're talking about here, my people. <laughs> uh, forgive me, my brother in immortality, but our people haven't waged war in decades. I wouldn't worry. It's not just the armies of Himothral. Neradiel has the banished brethren backing her. <coughs> oh, see ya. Oh, that was the 
Little sack we hold for breakfast, working out for dinner, and booty is a midnight snack. <clears throat> All the great conquerors who bite off too much to swallow end up choking. Every last one. Not according to prophecy. Many think she is more than just a queen, but a messiah, the chosen one, sent by the deep god. She has amassed the largest army this world has ever seen. That is why the Highenkinder has come. Doesn't Winland have dozens of allies? The death of Ruadu has left us divided. Faithless. We need to rekindle our allyship. Rally forces behind our own chosen one. That's me, right? It must be indisputable. Then let's get on with the disputing. I'm ready. Don't be so certain, girl. Who are you? Father sent me to see one of these red road peacocks after he caught me at Prince Cynthia's party. Iricris, do not make fun of the boardman's appearance. Bree, this is Fallow, the High Enkindler, and his council. I've heard a great deal about you, and what makes you so special. Huh? Oh, how did he- only Bree still had- Starring Bonnie Bogovich, Stephen Cumberworth, Corey Borges, Abigail Turner, Zach Zathian Young, Gary Gibbs II, and Emmeline Tuck. For the full cast list, see the description of this episode or visit thecalloftheflame.com. This podcast was created and produced by Kurt Carniers, with music by Adam Halpin, Stephen Cumberworth, and Ben Schroeder. This chapter was co-written with Nadi Reed Perez. Sonoran speech by Megan Watson. Editing by Kurt Kanyez and Sasha Bloor. Read the podcast description and follow us on our pages of media. Send a bird bearing the hashtag COTF podcast and follow us on Twitter at Call of the Flame. Leave us a rating and review on our podcast player. Join our Discord to meet the cast and crew. Although the greatest way to support the show is to become a patron of ours on our Patreon page, so that we may maintain our production. Visit patreon.com forward slash the call of the flame, where we will deliver future content for the world of Apurin. Special thank you to our patrons, Andrew Hopkins, Anton and Kim, B, Ben Blair, John Doyle, John Nesmith, Lost Buzz Jr. and Sharon Baker. To ask us about sponsorship, send an electronic letter to the Call of the Flame Podcast at gmail.com. This has been a Magnia production. I am your narrator, George Hockter. We thank you all for listening.